This is WMNF Tampa, and you are listening to 88.5 FM. You might be listening on the WMNF app or on WMNF.org. My name is Sean Canan, and we are asking for your support to help keep this radio station on the air and all of the excellent programming that we bring you 24 hours a day. You can do that by calling 813-238-8001. You can also make a donation on our secure website, wmnf.org. In just a moment, we're going to hear the last few minutes of Democracy Now! And I'll be asking for your support for Democracy Now! Right now, we have Duncan in the studio, and he's going to thank the last donors from Talking Animals. That's right, Sean. Thanks so much. Yeah, I want to thank uh, Rosemary and Bo Smith, who literally it says 11 a.m. took the uh, the condo, All the right. Kauai condo, so really helping us kind of, I think, cross the finish line, just making us, uh, enable us to make our goals. So it says in the comment, love Duncan and Talking Animals and WMF and Lounge Laura Taylor, thanks for all you do. Well, thank you, Rosemary and Bo Smith, because uh, I think that really helped us uh, cross that finish line, for, like I say, to make the goals. So we appreciate it. We appreciate all our pleasures and, uh, in advance. And today at 813-238-8001 or WMF.org, and hopefully we'll keep it going during this hour programming and throughout the day and tomorrow as well. Thanks, Sean. Yeah, thank you, Duncan, and thank you to everyone who contributed to that show. Uh, those last two people are going to have a blast. It's one of the most beautiful beaches in the world, as far as I'm concerned. 813-238-8001 or WMNF.org is the number to call to support shows like Democracy Now! that we bring you every weekday morning at 9. We only got to hear about two-thirds or three-quarters of this morning's show between the 9 o'clock and 10 o'clock hour. So as a service, we're going to bring you the rest of Democracy Now! right now. And uh, just to remind people, if you weren't uh, listening at nine o'clock, the, we're going to be hearing right now the end of the interview with Amira Haas. She is a decades-long reporter for, uh, for the state of Israel, not for the state of Israel, but she lives in Israel and most of the time. And she also reports from the Occupied West Bank. She is a journalist and she's been being interviewed by Democracy Now!, uh, and we're going to hear the end of that interview. And then afterwards, we're going to hear a very important interview with the attorney for the family of Andrew Brown Jr. Of course, yesterday we got the news that the police department ruled the death of Andrew uh, Brown Jr. to be justifiable in, at the hands of the police there. We're going to hear from their attorney, Baraki Seller. So that's all coming up in the last few minutes of Democracy Now!, I want to thank a couple of people who have already contributed to Democracy Now. Let me thank Irene Bemberly, Bembry, that is, from Tampa. Thank you for this $100 donation. She says, great programming. So thank you for that. And we agree that Democracy Now is a great program, and we're glad that you're supporting it. Ilsa Gurney from St. Peter's, Kearney from St. Petersburg with a $50 contribution. Thank you so much for those two contributions. Now we need to hear from you, 813-238-8001. If you're a fan of Democracy Now!, if you like the hard-hitting interviews that Amy Goodman does every morning and uh, with Juan Gonzalez or uh, with um, Nermeen Sheikh, either of of her co-hosts also ask great questions. So we're going to join Democracy Now! uh, in progress right now where we left off at about 10 o'clock. And just a reminder, this is Juan Gonzalez is asking a question of um, Amira Haas, and she is a journalist, an Israeli journalist who uh, reports from the occupied West Bank, from Gaza, from Israel, and from uh, elsewhere in the region. And she's talking about the, the latest news coming out of Southwest Asia. Here is Juan Gonzalez and Amira Haas speaking on Democracy Now! And please support it by calling 813 238 
800-800-8001. You don't have a sense that, that this is uh, giving, making the, the regular Israeli population feel that it is untenable to continue uh, this uh, uh, this oppression of the Palestinians in general, that it will, in the long term, Israel cannot be victorious in this? Um, I want to believe, but <laughs> uh, but so far from, maybe we are still, t- maybe it's too early, but uh, so far when I listen to the news, and I must say that I listen very little to Israeli news, because it drives, it can drive you mad how, how one-sided the blind it is um, but from the little that I understand that I read and I see um, people still do not connect the dots they do not connect it to 48 and they do to to 1948 they do not connect it to the uh, uh, ongoing settler colonialism in the West Bank mostly they do not connect it to the fact that Gaza has been under blockade and siege and closure, not just for the last uh, uh, 14 years, as people say, but since actually uh, uh, the beginning of the 1990s, Israel placed Gaza under a regime of very strict, uh, very strict uh, restrictions on movement. So, um, still, I don't see that this awareness is uh, is strong enough. Um, uh, there must be something much stronger, like a, like a, an international uh, intervention, political intervention, an economical intervention, into brings more sense to the Israeli mind. That's my impression now, and I really hope I'm wrong. I really, I really hope that once this is over, uh, Israelis will understand that this is untenable, that the repression regime is untenable. But right now, the attitude is, a, is, a, is that uh, Israel is being attacked, not vice versa. This is, the main, uh, this is the main message that I receive from the little that I know, I must say, because I, 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 uh, I'm here in the West Bank. Uh, Amira, you um, put out the book of your mother, um, Diary of Bergen Belsen, about the sole surviving diary of a Holocaust resistance fighter written from inside the Nazi concentration camps um, about your mother, Hannah Levy Haas. Um, Can you talk about what we're seeing on the streets um, in Israel now where you have um, Jewish mobs attacking Palestinians? In one case on live TV, they thought the person was a Palestinian. In fact, they attacked uh, a Jewish driver. Um, But can you relate this back to, because so much of this, certainly as it's conveyed in the U.S. media, is always um, going back to the Holocaust and the persecution of the Jews, but similarities you see with the persecution of Palestinians? Um, I'm reluctant to make, you know, this parallel. Uh, I could think more about uh, uh, Afro-Americans in the in, in United States or... or um, the position the, the the Palestinians here are much are are have agency much more than the Jews during the the, the uh, like you said the concentration camp than than my mother had in her uh, when she was in in Bergen Belsen concentration camp uh, and much more than Jews had in Germany 
1934 or 1935. So I think that while we are all shocked by the, 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 the uh, horror scenes of attacks, let's not, let's not underestimate the strength and the power and the uh, unity that Palestinians now demonstrate and their political awareness that young Palestinians who feel, be, who feel that they don't have a leadership but nevertheless are united by their common experience, I think this should not be underestimated and, uh, uh, and overlooked. Uh, uh, and you had cases. You had cases in Israel where also Palestinians attacked Israeli civili Jewish civilians who, who did nothing wrong to them. Uh, I, I, don't, I, I think there is a big difference because, the, again, because this is a community that has been repressed for so long and is has to take it out. Uh, well, so I would say that what, if, I, if I want to say something about, um, uh, about my family's past, is not this one-to-one uh, -one parallelism, uh, but the lessons that, we, that I, I got from my parents and uh, the, 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 the principles that... Uh, that that people are equal and should be, be and should be equal and people's rights and people's uh, 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 people should en enjoy the the, the, the rights to, to to freedom and to uh, 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 development and to fulfillment uh, and that all re re any repre any oppression what, what, without being compared to the to to the oppressions I don't know in South Africa or in the Soviet Union or whatever. Every, every oppression, every uh, uh, supremacist oppression is wrong and is our, and their perpetrators are our enemies. Amira Haas, uh, this is my lesson. I want to thank you so much. Opinion. I want to thank you so much for being with us, uh, Haaretz correspondent for the Occupied Palestinian Territories. She is speaking to us from Ramallah. This is Democracy Now! When we come back, Andrew Brown, the verdict from the DA is in. Police officers who killed him in North Carolina will not be charged. We'll speak with family attorney Bakari Sellers in 30 seconds. Well, it's a very important story that we've been following here at WMNF for months. And uh, we will continue to follow it and other stories of people who have died at the hands of police, particularly people of color who have died at the hands of police. That's something we will continue to cover. Democracy Now! is going to do a great job of covering that this hour. And you're going to hear that segment in just a few minutes. But I am breaking in right now because I would like to ask you to support excellent interviews like this that you're hearing on Democracy Now! The number to call in to show your support for WMNF Community Radio and for shows like Democracy Now! is 813. 238-8001. You can also make a donation on our secure website. That's WMNF.org. There you can see all the great thank you gifts we have to offer for certain levels of donations. But a lot of people right now are just contributing because they enjoy the programming. 813-238-8001. We just heard a very lengthy, very in-depth in interview with a journalist who is an Israeli journalist, as you heard, is the daughter of Holocaust um, victims, and that uh, she's now reporting mostly from the occupied West Bank, but she's also reported from Gaza, from Israel, from other places in, the, in Southwest Asia. 
What do you think about having an interview by an Israeli journalist talking about uh, what's happening inside the Israeli-occupied West Bank and uh, getting that great information that that she, she, only she has? You know, we we don't we're not there. We don't know exactly what's happening, but we have an Israeli journalist who is there and is telling us what's happening. If you think that that's important here on our airwaves, give us a call, 813-238-8001. You can also donate on the web at wmnf.org. I'm Sean Canan, and I'm joined in the studio by Daniel Figueroa IV. And in just a few minutes after we ask you for your support, we're going to go back and hear that interview with the attorney of the family of Andrew Brown Jr. So, Please show your support by calling 813-238-8001 or WMNF.org. You know, Sean, these stories are so important to the community and voices like like Amy Goodman's and shows like Democracy Now! are, are things you're not going to find anywhere else in this area. You know, the WMNF has been bringing Democracy Now! to you for, for years. It's been the only station where you can hear those voices, those stories. And, uh, you know, 41 years WMNF has been on the air uh, almost entirely thanks to the support of the community now you can we can say yeah that it's it's 70 percent you know listener supported radio here but we really know that we get a hundred percent of our drive from our community and we exist because of our community and and for the purpose that we serve of delivering important news that matters to you on a daily basis and we can't do that without your support so you know now's the time where we you know we got to break in to ask give us uh you know your your five dollars a month if you can be a circle of friends member or you know any donate if you want to make a one-time donation anything helps to keep local independent news on the air you know we live in a in a world now where news is becoming so homogenized, there, you know, corporations taking over newsrooms, shrinking newsrooms, and and here at WMNF, we're trying to grow our newsroom and grow our public affairs reporting because we know that there is a shrinking environment for news, and we know how vital good, accurate, locally reported news is to our community. And we're trying to bring as much of that to the Tampa Bay area and Florida as we can. But we need your support. So please call 813-238-8001. Make a secure donation on our website at WMNF.org. But we cannot do this without the support of our community. And we cannot continue to be a completely independent radio station for news and public affairs. That's something that you're not going to find anywhere. Where, you know, I challenge anyone, uh, you know, out there to find another truly independent newsroom in this country where we don't have, uh, you know, to worry about any corporate sponsors or any any businesses interfering with our coverage. We give you the news as it matters to you as it happens, and we only do that with your support. So please, 813-238-8001 to make your donation, WMNF.org. Yeah, as Daniela was saying, this is an independent radio station, an independent newsroom, and we only exist independently because of your support. Show your support right now, 813-238-8001. You can make a $100 donation or a $50 donation, or you can join the Circle of Friends, our sustaining membership as little as $5 a month. Please give us a call right now, 813-238-8001. Help WMNF to shine on in this community. We certainly uh, think it's a, a, a gem in the Tampa Bay area community, Tampa, Tampa Bay area that is, and 
we think that you agree. So if you do agree, can you make a $10 a month donation or a $5 a month donation? Give us a call, 813-238-8001 or WMNF.org. Take one of our great new WMNF t-shirts. It's a wonderful gray-blue color and it has a, a locally... A local artist, Todd Bates Creative, has designed this wonderful logo for this t-shirt. It's yours for an $88.50 contribution to Community Radio. You can see this design at WMNF.org. And you can uh, make your contribution there as well for an $88.50 donation. You can get this t-shirt. But the best thank you gift of all, we think, for our listeners is to continue the hard-hitting news and public affairs we bring you every day here on WMNF. We're going to go back right now to Democracy Now! We're going to hear the last segment of Democracy Now!, which is an interview with the attorney of the family of Andrew Brown Jr. If you care about about uh, police violence, if you care about uh, racial justice, you'll very much be interested in hearing this interview. So please, while you're listening to this interview from Democracy Now!, give us a call, 813-238-8001, and show your support for Democracy Now! and for WMNF. Here is Amy Goodman, Juan Gonzalez, and Democracy Now!, Please make your donation, 813-238-8001, call WMNF, or you can go to WMNF.org on the web. We're going back to this interview with Democracy Now! Amy Goodman and Juan Gonzalez are going to interview Baraki Sellers. He's the attorney for the family of Andrew Brown Jr., the late man who was shot and killed by police. Free by Black Monument Ensemble. This is Democracy Now! I'm Amy Goodman with Juan Gonzalez. In North Carolina, protesters took to the streets of Elizabeth City after the Pasquotank County District Attorney said the deputies who shot and killed Andrew Brown Jr., an African-American man, were justified in their actions that Brown endangered them by recklessly driving in their direction. DA Andrew Womble said the men will not face charges and will be reinstated. The prosecutor showed for the first time a portion of the body cam video to the press, but advocates say it was cherry-picked and calls are mounting to release all body cam tape. Videos seen by Brown's family show he did not drive toward deputies, and an autopsy confirmed Brown was killed by a shot to the back of his head. For more, we go to Bakari Sellers, one of the attorneys representing the family of Andrew Brown Jr. He's also author of the memoir my vanishing country. Bakari, welcome back to Democracy Now! Can you respond to the DA's decision not to prosecute the police officers and what we understand exactly happened to Andrew Brown? First, let me say thank you for having me uh, this morning. Um, We are disappointed, um, but we're not surprised. You know, just last week we wrote a letter to Andrew Womble asking him to recuse himself from this matter. We felt like the relationship he had with the sheriff's department working incestuously for the past nearly decade to bring cases, uh, not only to bring cases, but his office literally resides in the sheriff's department, proved that he could not be an impartial and unbiased figure in this case. I wanna be clear, uh, the shooting of Andrew Brown Jr. was unjustified. At no point was he using his car as a weapon. In fact, the two contacts that uh, Andrew Womble points to that were made with the vehicle were both initiated by law enforcement. The first was an officer reaching out and touching the door handle when Andrew Brown backed up his car to move away from law enforcement. No officers were behind him. The second is when Andrew Brown turned his wheel to the left to evade and get away from officers. If he wanted to use his car like a bowling ball, 
and uh, and treat the officers like bowling pins, then he would have just gone straight for them. But instead, he he evaded them. And one officer reached out and pushed away. It must be noted that that officer who pushed away did not even feel like his life was in danger, as evident by the fact that he didn't fire any shots. He was one of four officers who did not fire shots. And when Andrew Brown was beyond the officers, so even if he did pose a threat, when the threat was no more, they fired the kill shot, which went through the back of his head. Andrew Wombo had no explanation for that. And the last thing is, if there was a question about whether or not they violated policy, the answer is yes, because their policy clearly states that they should not shoot into moving vehicles. That's one. And two, if the question is, are they reckless? The answer is also clearly yes, because they fired an AR round. They went into someone's kitchen and into their crock pot. They fired in the direction of other officers. And last but not least, they fired into an extended school zone at 820 in the morning. Andrew Brown should be alive today, but he's not, unfortunately, because of the recklessness. And I would dare say the cowardice of the sheriff's department. Uh, Bakari, you and other other attorneys representing the family have called for the court to release the full video. Why hasn't the video been released and what do you think it would show? I mean, we, we stand on the side of justice and truth. I mean, to be completely honest, I think that if, uh, and I, we know this, all you have to do is look at, at the Micaiah Bryant um, uh, uh, scenario in, in Ohio. Um, look, if, if Andrew Brown Jr. was using his car as a weapon, I mean, I think we all know that we would have seen the, all the video by now. Um, if he was running police officers over, remember no officer was injured, no officer fell to the ground and no officer even sought medical treatment. Um, we, you know, it's, it, most people say that lawyers, we are gamesmen and we like to hide the ball or we create facts or all of this other stuff. Well, here we're just asking for the video because the video speaks for itself. The recklessness is evident. The video speaks for itself. Show people the video and show people the SBI report. We will stand on those facts any day of the week. For an independent prosecution here, an independent investigation, and what would that look like? And how would the um, George Floyd um, legislation in Congress affect the case of Andrew Brown? So you asked two really good questions, and, and they, they tie together in a nice bow. The, the first question about an independent investigation or an independent prosecutor, we, we likely will not get that. And the reason being is because uh, in North Carolina, like many states, particularly in the South, obstruction is codified. Look, we, we had to literally change legislation and go through heaven and hell to even gain access to the video, and we still don't have it. Um, you know, it, that is because of legislation. We, we can't get the DA to recuse himself from this case. He literally has to recuse himself. Um, there's no manner really that we can go about um, to get him off the case. So the attorney general or another district attorney cannot take the case. Therefore, um, having a special prosecutor is something that's unlikely. We've set those expectations for the family. That's one. Um, two, the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act does lower the standard whereby you can bring um, federal civil rights crimes against law enforcement who commit crimes such as this. Um, and if this bill passes, then we do believe that uh, we will have an opportunity for these uh, officers to face justice and changing qualified immunity, although we don't believe that to be an issue in this case because they clearly violated their own written policy um, in this matter. And um, in this case, and I'll just tell you some of the sausage making when you're doing these civil rights cases, when an individual is shot from the front, um, you know, you can have the reasonable fear or reasonable belief that my life was in danger, although we know many times that's not accurate. 
But when an individual is shot from behind, particularly in the back of the head, going away, um, that is very difficult to explain. So we don't think we'll fall into the qualified immunity trap. But if we were, uh, the lowering we of the standard in the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act would, would change that as well. So, uh, you know, we want to change laws on every level. Bakari Sellers, I want to thank you for being with us, attorney representing the family of Andrew Brown Jr. And that does it for our show. Very happy birthday to Eli Putnam and Samin Farkendeck. Democracy Now! is produced with Renee Feltz, Mike Burke, Dina Guster, Nermeen Sheikh, Maria Tarasena, Carla Wills, Tammy Warrenoff, Tarina Naduris, I'm Al Kofte, Maria Studio, John Hamilton, Robbie Karen, Honey Masood, Adriana Contreras, General Managers Julie Crosby, special thanks to Becca Staley, Marianne Barnard, I'm Amy Goodman with Juan Gonzalez. Stay yeah, we hope you stay safe as well. And as you heard, there's a giant team of people who assist in f- producing Democracy Now! And that's an expensive operation. And the way that they can do it is because they charge stations like WMNF for the rights to air Democracy Now! And we think it's a good value. We think that uh, we get our money's worth from Democracy Now! But my, the point I'm making here is that in order for us to bring you great programs like Democracy Now!, it costs money. And we hope that you can support shows like Democracy Now! with your financial contribution to keep WMNF on the air and to vote, really, with your pocketbook by saying a show like Democracy Now! is important for us to have on the airwaves in the Tampa Bay area. And if you would like to support community radio, 88.5 FM, and support shows like Democracy Now!, we'd like to hear from you right now. Here's the number for you to call in and make a a donation. 813-238-238. 8001. You can also make a donation on our secure website, which is WMNF.org. And we're not asking you for a million dollars or a hundred million dollars or anything like that. What we would like is we would like you to donate what you can. Maybe you can contribute $50, maybe a hundred dollars, or maybe you can join our circle of friends, our sustaining membership at $5 a month because it's worth it. It's like a subscription to the radio. 813 238 8001. It keeps us going. It keeps the lights on. It keeps the, the wonderful equipment that we have here, this beautiful and very functional building that we have. It's state of the art. Everything here is, is uh, so that it enhances your listening pleasure. 813 238 8001 is how you can contribute to keeping that going. And we're joined in the studios right now as well by Blanny Whalen. Thank you so much for, for coming on and helping us to raise funds during Democracy Now! Blanny, thanks for coming in. You're welcome. And I'll tell you, Democracy Now! gives me so much information that I don't get anywhere else at all. Uh, you, I, you know, lately I've been reading, you know, I always read the newspaper and lately I've been noticing... There are things that are that are not in the paper at all that we never hear about, both internationally, nationally, and locally, and it's so disappointing. And when I listen to Democracy Now, I am so educated. In addition, you know, in the news, I hope everybody will support the news in general. Uh, I did report on an an um, an issue last Saturday where there were over 500 protesters supporting uh, the Palestinian. Um, and and condemning the Israeli um, occupation and the attacks, the bombings that's going on. We were the only media that I saw at this at this event, and and yet, you know, 
and there was no, really no article about it in the newspaper that morning on Sunday morning. We try to go in and give stories. Daniel and Sean give stories that we're not seeing in the paper. We're not seeing in some other areas. We're interviewing people, and you get to hear that. You get to see that, and you get to read that um, with a combination of online and and live uh, comments. And if you appreciate that, I'm a volunteer here, and uh, I, you know, I don't get paid to do this. I do it because I passionately believe in the news department of WMNF. So please donate to the news. And Blanny, uh, you know, I, I should tell you, I should say that. Um I did see an article about the demonstration you're referring to. I saw an article online, so I don't know if it made it to Sunday morning's newspaper, even though this was Saturday, but but I'm saying I did see it online. So they did. There was a reporter there. It's hard to sometimes see newspaper reporters. They don't have these giant cameras they're lugging around. But it it sounds like, and this is a a little bit surprising when you told me this, there were no television crews there. No, there were no television crews, and uh, I saw nothing like that, no... uh, um, no vans with the television crews and and a lot of the supporters who came out and and I will tell you it was all ages all colors and and very very peaceful very musical event as well and people came up to me and thanked WMNF for being there um, and we try to be out there and and be with the community as much as we can and if you support that please call in for Democracy Now and for WMNF News in, ge- in general. Thank you. And, th- and there were other there were other um, uh, demonstrations, similar demonstrations around the the um, around the community. So it's possible that some of the other media were at the other ones. There was one at Curtis Hickson Waterfront Park in downtown Tampa, and I believe there were some others in the the broader area. So um, not my point of this is not to get down on the local media. I think our local media is great. Our we have a we have a really excellent newspaper. And we have great local TV crews and independent mm-hmm. uh, um, outlets as well. And, and you should support a range of media. My point in making that is that um, with our small team here, with our volunteers, we are able to cover stories that maybe not all the media are, are able to cover, even with their larger newsrooms. Yep. And how do we do that? We do that because of your financial support. 813-238-8001 or WMNF. Org. I'd like to thank Daryl Lease. Uh, he says, keep on putting the truth out there. So thank you for that, Daryl Dar- from Gibsonton. And we will continue to keep putting the truth out there with your help. He's donating $100 and he is getting our great new WMNF t-shirt. That can be yours for a donation of $88.50 or more. It's a lovely blue-gray color. It's not a color you see every day, but it's a very wearable color. It looks great on uh, the model that's wearing it here. And uh, it has a local artist design. It says WMNF and it's holding lightning bolts. Go bolts. And uh, it's it yeah, it was says a great, great game last, last night. night. Wow! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I hope y'all are listening. I like to that, the, you watching know, that. I have to say, I like the early leads, and I can kind of relax a teeny <laughs> bit as opposed to the nail biter in game one. But uh, that's an aside. 
Um, 813-238-8001 is the number to, to support uh, your local community radio. Uh, we're, we're, uh, we have a small staff here. We're mostly volunteer coordinated, uh, yeah. volunteer oriented. Apologies for the tongue tied, but great volunteers like Blanny. Thank you so much, Blanny, for all of wor- the work you do. In fact, we're going to feature, I don't know if you know this, but in a second, we're going to feature one of the stories that you did yesterday. That's right. And so, um, uh, let me set up a little bit and then I'm going to have you add to what I'm what I'm about to say. So yesterday the Hillsborough County School Board heard from patient from heard from parents that is about their mask mandate at a meeting and there was also a demonstration on Kennedy Boulevard in Tampa on yes, uh, yesterday afternoon. And WMNF's Blanny Whalen, who is on the uh, across this, the the board for me here, said about seventy people were on the scene, and most of those people who were demonstrating yesterday afternoon do not want their kids to ha- to wear masks. The Hillsborough County School Board did not decide anything about masks yesterday, but these demonstrators say that it impairs learning, it harms health and mental health, and that parents should decide. Many of them said that the COVID is a hoax and that they won't get the vaccine. Um, and I should point out that, of course. You you know, whether someone gets the vaccine or not, that's up to them. That's a personal choice. It is good for the community. The more people that do get vaccinated, uh, COVID, I, to address that other point, COVID certainly is not a hoax. There are um, hundreds of thousands of people dying in the United States and across the world. Uh, right now, it's a, a crisis in India, for example. It's been a crisis in the United States and in, and in um, Brazil, especially. And a lot of the uh, claims that it, that wearing a mask harms health that you might hear in the next few minutes are not true, have, have not been uh, proved true. But I, we want to play you some a little bit of what you might hear from your neighbors. And we want to get, you know, maybe, maybe when you call in with your donation, you can tell us what you think about this issue. But the soundbite I'm going to play right now, Blanny, mm-hmm. and, and you can maybe set it up. A, well, I'll, I'll tell you tell our listeners who, who we're going to play in just a second. But what else could you add to what I've, how I've set up what you saw yesterday? What was it like there and, um, and what did you find out? And then we'll play some sound. Well, it, it was a peaceful small event and, uh, but people were um, I, I had some people who refused to talk to me because they didn't believe in the fake news. And, but uh, many people were quoting uh, from sci- saying scientifically they've done studies and and COVID doesn't really exist, and it's it doesn't, and children do not get infected, and um, and yet when I asked them about the CDC and did they support or believe in that they in the scientists that and and they said no no this is all fake news and um, and I was sorry I did not meet one person who was agreeable to getting a vaccine or getting their family vaccinated. Um, it, it was very interesting, but uh, they I had a number of people who also thought that uh, vitamins and good he- and good eating would would uh, would prevent covid infection and on that point, um, maybe I'll address this. We'll address this with Dr. Fred Harvey in one of his future shows, but um, or we can do it on on Midpoint or something like that. But there's actually an industry. I don't know if you know this, Blaney, but there's kind of an industry that's grown up around um, this anti-science uh, mentality, where that that supplements and and so health and nutrition s- supplements are are being sold by the millions to these people who who kind of 
don't really believe in science. It's confusing to me. It's kind of ant- uh, counterintuitive in my mind, but um, but there is this this industry that's growing up. And um, for some people who don't believe in science, they seem to say a lot about health and nutrition and supplements. And it you know I kind of doesn't make sense to me at first, but uh, uh, we'll we'll explore that in a future show. But I, but the point right now is that Blaney was at this meeting. There were also there were people who supported masks who spoke inside during mm-hmm. the during the uh, school board meeting. Um, so I don't want everyone to think that there's no support for for continuing to require masks in crowded areas like schools. But um, but Blaney did. Um, find herself in, in surround you know we sent Blaney to a, an area where we knew there were going to be a lot of people who opposed the masks and now we find out that they also oppose the vaccine and a lot of the other science that that's um, involved in it and one of the other things that I found interesting that that I heard over and over from different people is the individualism that that the, that the government the president the uh, the teachers the school board nobody has a right to tell them what to do with their children Children, that that is completely up to the parents, totally negating um, that it is an uh, international crisis. Um, but individualism is much more important than protecting the nation as a whole. Yet they consider themselves to be patriots, and I, to me, I found that very much of a contradiction. I don't know. All right. Well, let's let's listen right now to this um, short soundbite, this interview that Blanny did with someone called Lady Escalante, and she's a mom. And even though her son is two years old, she says she feels a calling to stand up for the parental rights of others. And you, in this interview, you'll hear that she's not getting vaccinated, and she says she's not worried that her son or other kids will catch COVID. So here is a demonstrator yesterday in Tampa, at, outside the school board meeting. Her name is Lady Escalante. So we are here to uh, speak and uh, give public comment in opposition to mass requirements within our schools. Um, we ask that the school board please respect our parental rights to choose for our own children by making masks optional going forward. How old are your children? Uh, my son is two, so I am getting the ball rolling because I know that just around the corner, he's going to be ready to go to, to preschool. Um, and I sympathize, uh, I really s- sympathize with the mothers um, that are out here that ha- don't have the choice um, but to send their child to school because of work, you know, especially single moms. Um, you know, and, and, and I just ha- I feel a calling to stand up for, for them, for their parental rights and for their children because I see my son and in their, in, their ch- in every child I see my son. Um, and I think it's important. And also, uh, if I might add, um, we don't only have parents here. There are, this is such an important issue that we actually have people who aren't even parents here advocating as well. Uh, what are your concerns about uh, the getting the uh, vaccine? Uh, it is, you know, first of all, it hasn't been FDA approved uh, more than anything. That's the biggest uh, thing for me right now. Um, it hasn't been FDA approved. It is under emer- emergency use authorization, um, which is just simply not good enough for me. So, uh, yeah. Are you going to get the vaccine? I will not get the vaccine. Are you concerned about your children um, getting COVID? Not at all. Not at all. Uh, children are uh, largely uh, not vectors for uh, for this virus. You know, they don't spread this this virus. Um, you know, there they, there's a 
pretty much 0% mortality rate amongst children um, in regards to COVID. So I, and also, like I said, I believe in, you know, um, you know, food is our medicine. You know, I believe in uh, reinforcing their immune systems through vitamins um, and whole foods. And um, I believe that every parent should have the right to, uh, you know, to decide for their children um, how they, you know, how they approach this. Well, that was a demonstrator. Her name is Lady Escalante. She's a mom and her son is two years old. And she was speaking with WMNF's Blanny Whalen yesterday. We have Blanny here in the studio with us to, to we're going to talk about a little bit about more about the demonstration, but mainly we're here to ask for your support for Democracy Now! and for all the great news and public affairs programming that you hear and the great reporting we get from our volunteers like Blanny and from our staff reporter, Daniel Figueroa, all, in all the news and public affairs. And in next hour, starting at uh, 12.06, we're going to hear from Janet and Shelley. They bring you a great midpoint show. Uh, every We're going to move. Um, I no, Nothing final has been decided, but my hope is that when the new schedule comes out, they'll be on every week. And we, we are uh, going to try to emphasize local, live local shows in our new schedule that begins on Jan, uh, June 21st. If you think that that's important, we'd like to hear from you. 813-238-8001, or you can make your donation online at wmnf.org. I have some people to thank, but I first want to go to Blanny because I think she has more to say about what she saw yesterday at that demonstration. Well, what I wanted to say in general is that um, we are going out in the community and we are trying to get stories that you may not hear from other places. Um, the only way we can do that if we get our listeners' support. And we're not only airing um, issues and airing stories, but we're also posting it online. Um, we are giving you visuals, and if you go on WMNF.org and go and listen to and and read the um, actual articles that we have that we post at least one or two every day, and and also you can go on your app and also pull up some of the articles. We try to give you visuals. We try to get it so it's in your ears and also in your eyes, and we can do that with your help, but we need you to call 813-238-8001. I have a couple of people I'd like to thank who have just contributed. I'd like to thank Marie Ann from Seminole with a $50 contribution. And uh, Marie Ann is going to get the new t-shirt. It's a beautiful t-shirt. She's already donated. Mm -hmm. And so she's upping her pledge in order to get the t-shirt. She likes Democracy Now! And she likes the Acoustic Peace Club and all the music. So thank you very much for that, Marie Ann. And we have an anonymous donor again, do uh, donating again. Thank you for to Anonymous for a $20 contribution. It says, I love the WMNF News shows. And she, this person, this anonymous person is recommending that you join the Circle of Friends. She says, it's the only way to go. And let me tell you a little bit about the Circle of Friends. You may have heard us talking about that. It might sound uh, confusing to you, but it's really simple. A lot of stations call it a sustaining membership. It's a donation that you make every single month until you can't do it anymore. Maybe that's for 10 years or maybe that's for one year, however long. And you, you tell us when to quit, but it's uh, you can join for as little as $5 a month and you set it up. We give you the paperwork to set it up. That takes about a minute or two minutes. 
and then you forget about it. It's it's don't it's drawn withdrawn from your checking accounts or from your debit card or from your um, credit card. You decide, and it happens every month, and it's painless. And it gives you a great feeling when you see there on your statement that WMNF has received your $5 donation that month or your $10 donation or your $50 donation. So thank you so much for everyone who has contributed so far. We're right now asking for your support. We need to hear from you. If you have not contributed yet, please give us a call. 813-238-8001. You can also donate online at WMNF.org. Uh, I don't want to start a trend here because um, I'm, I'm, I prefer to read the notes that people send in on their donations, but we have gotten a couple of interesting emails that I just want to read quickly. Um, Jerry out there in cyberspace did not feel that uh, the, the woman who we played was very well informed. He said it in a different way. I, I will say it in a nicer <laughs> way. And uh, Sarasota Rob over here says, we had about 300 kids die of COVID in the U.S., we pulled lawn darts uh, off the market because one kid died in the 1950s. So this is um, Sarasota Rob pointing out that, um, you know, that, that something, we take deaths and we take injuries very seriously, especially when it comes to kids about very, you know, lots of things about airbags and about car seats and about toys that are dangerous. We take that very seriously. Uh, it's true that so far children have had less deadly experiences with COVID than adults and especially older adults have. But it is also true, as Sarasota Rob is pointing out, that uh, that kids can get very sick and kids can die. And, you know, young kids, not not babies, but young adolescents and so forth that get COVID are could potentially have long COVID, which is are these lifelong issues that that um, some Absolutely. people are experiencing. It's it, it's horrendous. I, I almost would rather be an old person who gets it than a young person because it could affect their long, entire life. Their heart, uh, their kidneys, uh, it all, even their brain. There, There's a lot of different things that we still don't know of the long-term effects because it's only been around for a, a less than a year and a half. And that's one of the issues too. That, um, But we do know that the vaccine is um, preventing people who are properly vaccinated are not getting the disease and and well, that's me, me, or or they may if they get it that it's a very mi minor illness um but i you know i, I did want to say though that you know for the people who called in and and you know questioned what um what some of the the comments are and by the way this the article will be published soon on our site too with some of the quotes and some of the um some uh photos but what i wanted to say is that we're out there and we want you to hear what different sides are saying, what different groups of people are saying. So for you to hear, you know, if you're always around the people that agree with you, you're not, you know, you don't know how other people think. And the only way we can move forward is if we know what the ideas of other people that maybe we might be able to change somebody's mind or inform them but but hearing the different ideas is very important and hopefully on WMNF news that we can do this 
We can do this with your help. We do need finances to run this radio station. It takes a lot of electricity. We have a tower that we rent to send our signal out to something like three and a half or four million people around the Tampa Bay area. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a very expensive operation, but we think it's worth it. We, we spend your money wisely. We get most of our donations from listeners. That means people like you, and we're not talking about with with uh, $10,000 donations every single week or every single year or, or anything like that. We really rely on $100 donations from people or $5 a month or $10 a month. It's It takes a community, it takes a village, and uh, we are the village. And we're kind of an international village. We're, of course, geographically centered in the Tampa Bay area, St. Petersburg, Tampa, Sarasota, Lakeland, Clearwater, Newport Ritchie. This is our geographic center, but we always get people who are snowbirds who come down for the winter and fall in love with WMNF and take it back to their communities and listen in Canada or or Michigan or or wherever. And we also get people who discover WMNF having never been to the Tampa Bay area and listen on the WMNF app or or listen on WMNF.org. So, um, and by the way, I um I was out picking blueberries a couple of weeks ago and on a, a nice Saturday and. Well, a really nice thing. This young man walked by, and he had a WMNF baseball cap on, and you know we auto- we automatically you know said hello and chatted for a little bit. And it, he, I already knew he was part of the family, and you know we have several things that you too could you display your love for WMNF. The ball cap for eighty eight fifty. We will give you that for a gift. Also, this brand new T-shirt that you've been hearing about is awesome. And just remember, with the baseball cap, sunny out now. It is hot out. You need to wear a hat when you're outside. And what better way to do it by displaying your love for WMNF? 813-238-8001 is the number to call in your support. Please show your support for WMNF with your donation. We're looking for Circle of Friends members. If you can become a sustaining member of WMNF for a $5 a month contribution or a $10 a month contribution, we would love to hear from you. 813-238-8001. You can also make a donation on our secure website, WMNF.org. While you're on WMNF.org, you can take a look at all the great thank you gifts like the ball cap that Valani was telling you about, like the beautiful new t-shirt that we have with a fantastic new design by a local artist like the WMNF mask or the peace magnet and whatever thank you gift you like please give us a call 813-238-8001 we're going to go in about six minutes we're going to go to the NPR headlines and and after the NPR headlines I'm excited to tell you that we have Shelly and Janet in the studio they're going to be asking for funds to support their great midpoint shows uh, they they put terrific programs on every single week and or every other week lately. Um, but I'm hoping, I'm hoping that when our new schedule rolls out on June 21st, that we will have shows like Shelly and Janet's on every week. So I'm trying to get toward that. Uh, 
we, with your help. We really do need financial support. 813-238-8001. If you support live local talk shows, interview shows, fantastic interviews that Shelly and Janet bring you all the time. That's the type of music. Sorry, that's the type of news that you support. We also have great music on this station. And... We hope you support that as well. 813-238-8001. Blanny has some people to thank who just called in, but we'd like to thank you when you make your donation at WMNF.org or at 813-238-8001. And I'd like to thank Karen Underwood. She's a wonderful supporter. Hi, Karen, from Dunedin, and she's donating $20. And she says that she loves Sean, Janelle, Tanya, Blanny, and the awesome Saturday music. Music lineup. Thank you so much. Thanks, Karen. Yep. And Trip uh, from also from Dunedin is donating ten dollars and really loves the midpoint and WMNF News Wednesday. And thank you so very, very thanks, Trip. much. And really appreciate thanks to everyone it. who's contributed so far. We've had some support this morning. It's it's uh, encouraging to hear people who really love WMNF is want to become part of the family or want to renew their membership in the WMNF community family. And if you've never donated before, it's very simple. All you have to do is call 813-238-8001. And you will talk to one of our fantastic volunteer phone answers. They are great volunteers. They come in, they, they give up part of their day to talk, to answer your phone calls because they love WMNF as much as, as you do. And they will tell you whatever you need to know. You might say, hey, you know, Sean said something about Circle of Friends. What the heck is that? Or or they might say, look, if I want to donate $88.50, tell me more about this T-shirt that I might be able to get. The, they're very helpful. So if you'd like to call them to make your donation, it's 813-238-8001. It does not require a sole sacrifice to make a donation. You can also make a donation at WMNF.org. Sorry if that threw people off. I'm just referencing the Santana song. <laughs> 813-238-8001 or WMNF.org is the number to support the news and public affairs and the music on WMNF. By the way, you know that Santana is has been postponed about four times. It's finally going to be in August of next year. And talking about the, you know, what's been going on and the, all the adjustments we've had to make with COVID and where we couldn't bring live people into the studio where, and, and with Midpoint, Monday with Sean, we've always been videoing that and posting that and getting great reviews. And he gets some really great um, people to interview. That's going to be coming back soon. And, you know, for people who are vaccinated can come in here. We're going to follow very strictly the CDC guidelines. And hopefully, you know, and all that, you know, being able to bring you video, being able to post it on the Internet, being able to use all the equipment that we have does cost money. So please give us a call. Donate to WMNF and WMNF News. And what uh, to what Blanny's saying, um, I don't want to jump too far ahead of things, but um, I've been speaking with a lot of our programmers and I've been speaking uh, our public affairs programmers who want to do interviews live in the studio and want the, vid- the video to be live on Twitter, on Facebook, on- and so on. And I've been speaking with our general manager, Rick, and about what our budgetary requirements are. 
it is very likely in the, in the very near future we're going to have enhanced video capability for all of our news and public affairs shows to have live interviews broadcast live by video. Uh, I'm not making any promises right this second, but stay tuned to this radio station because we're going to hear, um, uh, we're going to hear all, you'll be seeing some lots of positive changes in the near future, especially beginning with the program changes on June 21st. I want to thank Paul Kornberg in the last few seconds we have here during the 11 o'clock hour. He's from Tampa. He's donating $50. Thank you so much. He says, we appreciate everything everyone at the station does for the community. Hope everyone else supports you. Otherwise, things would be one-sided. Well, I just wanted to say thank you from me, Sean Canan, and from Blanny Whalen for all of your donations during this hour and for the last three hours. And we have one more, hours, one more hour of news and public affairs to go. Please continue to support WMNF when Shelly and Janet come on the air in six in five minutes after NPR headlines. This is WMNF Tampa, 88.5 FM, 813-238-8001. Thanks.